The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. There, you hang up on me. No, I'm here. I'm here. It just okay. I, gotta, well, I just went. It went quiet. Almost clicked a little bit, and I thought, "Oh my god, here it goes." <laughs> well, I gotta wait. I gotta wait till I see where it says start recording, and it's always two seconds, two seconds later. You know, mm-hmm. I think from when it starts. That's so, probably good. We should have a delay, <laughs> right? So it should be one of the things where you could beat me, or, or you know what <laughs> they do in radio, right? No, what they can say that? Yeah, it was like a what an eight second delay, and they and they bleep uh-huh. you out. Bleep you out. Yep. I mean, the pregame that we had, you, I'd had to bleep you out every other word. Cause... Well, it's because I'm talking about this freaking computer I bought. It's just, just, <laughs> yeah, you know this 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 new computer is just hunk of junk. That's uh, a shame. Nothing works. You know, nothing works like it's supposed to. It all takes technology is supposed to make our lives so much easier, and it just all it does is be is aggravating. You know, I was thinking that a second ago. While I was spinning up, I said, you know, I'm one lottery ticket away from never looking at a computer again. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know, that's exactly that's... what I thought. And then I thought, what I need, and I thought, man, if you're, if you're, if you're like I was thinking of Powerball today. Well, there's a there's a uh, there's a website called. Um, Land Watch. Are you familiar with it? No, I am not. Land it's, Watch. It's land. Yeah, it's maybe mainly geared toward land, right? So I get on there and I set my search to acres. So like, there's a property that's two hundred and seventy-seven thousand acres. I think is the largest one in America for sale right now. Holy crap! Well, mm-hmm. what's that going for? I don't remember, and it's not that much. Twelve, fifteen, eighteen million. Because you got to read the fine print, and and. Um, Probably don't get any mineral rights or any gas. Well, it's then. it's it's only like fifteen thousand deeded acres, and the other two hundred fifty thousand is U.S. government grazing rights of some sorts and a bunch of other junk. But there is there's forty three hundred acres for sale in North Missouri, 
right kind of where I'd like to be. And uh, I said to myself, man, the only way I'm ever going to be able to afford something like that is win the lottery. You know, remember a month or so ago it was six hundred million or whatever. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. You got a, was an almost a billion, right? Yes. And I thought that's what a guy had to do. And then I thought. I don't know how it would work out because then I thought that would suck because I would want to be there and my kids are in school here and my old lady would want to stay here. You know, and be pain in the ass, right? It sounds like it worked out perfectly. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I just, it'd be yeah, something for yeah. me, but nobody else would care, right? So, <laughs> so then I, that segued into a while ago when the computer went, I thought, man, if I won that lottery ticket, I could, I could go up there into my 4,300 acres and, uh, I wouldn't have to look at the computer. And I thought, well, surely if you were super rich, you'd be, look, you couldn't get away from the computer, right? Because you'd want to be buying stuff and taking trips or I don't know. Maybe I'd just use my phone. But how your my phone can work a thousand times better than these giant computers is beyond me. I mean, well, pop-ups, it, you can't see. There's pop-ups right near on my screen asking me to, to for, 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 this is a McAfee pop-up. McAfee's dead. How can he be selling me anything? Wait, isn't he the guy that was that? Uh, yes, they did the documentary on. Like, I don't know if they did a documentary about it, but I used to read the Daily Mail all the time, and he was always running from the law. And is and, he dead? Yeah, he died in a damn some South Central American jail cell last year. Did he really die though? I, I you know, I don't know. That was an they interesting some, story. Go get some was... nab, go nab some white tourist and put put him in his place. I like the way you think. Yeah, I, I, it was a, such an interesting story around that. Yes, that um, I, you know that that's the kind of story that uh, I could see it not really being him that died. You know, I there was something about the way he was always he was in a sailboat, he was always skirting around the Mediterranean with some dark skinned women and Mossberg shotguns, and um, you would think a dude is worth. That's how I knew it was for real because. A dude that's worth all that money, and he's got a hundred and fifty dollars shotgun to fend off the pirates with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I was gonna say though, if you if you had forty three hundred acres, you wouldn't have time to be on the computer. There'd be something different to do every day. It said there was thirty five miles worth of road in there, and what I was trying to think, you know, it was up there. My dad <clears throat> had a dude, a friend of his from the army days up there that was a junkyard guy, mule guy, horse guy, just everything dude. And he died last year. Otherwise he would be, I'd have to get him on a, on a Patreon cause he'd cuss. And <laughs> there's a big coal power plant in North Missouri at a place called Thomas Hill. And they were buying up in the seventies and eighties. They were buying up all this land to strip mine, right? Open pit strip mine. Yeah. And this 4,300 acres, that's how it got put together. The mine somehow originally, you know what I mean? It was mine ground that had been reclaimed and, 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 and all this other stuff. And I was trying to see where this guy's farm was because in, in about, I think I talked about it in a podcast one time, about 83, they finally either offered him enough money or forced him out or whatever that um 84 83 or 84 and i was trying to follow these roads how (laughs) to get back to where his where i thought his place was does that make sense because it's not obviously not there anymore but i'll tell you how crazy my life was when i was young 
and and there's a way to time stamp this. I would he had this he he farmed with horse drawn machinery even though he had a fleet of trucks and different things you know what I mean just 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 mm-hmm. I can't even tell you all the craziness he was like a he was like a what the Mormons call him Jack Mormon he was like a you know <laughs> when you get kicked out of the Mormon church he had he was like half Amish half wild man right so so i'm not sure what that is half you know he, he well half the time he'd want to use a horse and buggy and then and or you That's, know what i mean team yeah. big blonde belgians okay he had these big blonde belgian horses and i'd go up there in the summertime well, from my hometown to to anyway my parents Lenny, you want to talk about nuts they would put me on a greyhound and buy me a bus ticket up there, and his mom or dad would pick me up at the bus stop up there. Now, couldn't you? So, you remember when Juice Newton's what was her number one song? Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts, yeah. When that song was number one. 1980. No, it was like 82, wasn't it? Ooh. Because I looked Maybe. it up one day because I was like, dude, my parents put me 80, on a bit. My parents, this is what I thought. My parents put me on a freaking Greyhound when I was 12 years old. They should, mm-hmm. they should be reverse prosecuted or something. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm looking boy, it up right Juice, now. I am too. Juice Newton is 70 years old. Well, I can't believe uh, she's from New Jersey. Well, she won the Grammys in 83. So I'm guessing that uh, Angel of the Morning. Well, that was a great song. Well, you're right. 80, 81. You were close. Yeah. Huh. So, okay. so imagine well, me. I was it 10 was... years old. Hey, imagine I was 10 years old on a freaking Greyhound bus. That's just insane when I think about it. Insane. Mm-hmm. That is insane. Um, Queen of Hearts. How about this? She released it in 1981. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was also released by Rodney Crowell. Who's a pretty famous um, yep. country guy? In 1980, it was released in 1979 by Dave Edmonds. It well, got released three years in a row to the Victor Girl the Spoils, and she obviously had the biggest um, biggest hit with it. Wow, boy! And he, Hank DeVito, wrote that song and got three. I mean, I'm dying for cuts. For anything, and he literally got the same song cut three years in a row, and they won a Grammy for it. How about that? maybe because it was a good song? It was well, it is. I mean, he, <laughs> the DeVito guy was a member, original member of Emmy Lou Harris's hot band, and Rodney Crowell, who cut it, was in that band. There you go. You know, Emmy Lou Harris, I think, who was she married to? Hmm. That's a good question. Back up. Did you listen to the Marin in interview with um who did Rocky Mountain High? Rocky Mountain High. You're not talking about not John, John Denver. Denver. No, no. Rocky Mountain Way. Rocky Mountain Way. Oh, Joe Walsh. One of the Eagles, Joe Walsh. Did you listen to Marin's interview with Joe Walsh? No, I have not. I have to go back. You know how in that song, in that in that Rocky Mountain Way, he's got that thing that goes wah, 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 wah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, okay? So, Marin asked him about that, and I swear he said Emmylou Harris's husband did that. 
or really? somebody's husband. I think it was because he he's kind of segued off and he said, "Well, we were such and such as husband," and he said the country singer, and she, and he goes, "Yeah, but back in them days, if you could either work in a factory or play for whatever band, you know what I'm saying?" And mm-hmm. he got a he got a job in a country band, you know, and that was the deal. You could either play country music or go back to the factory. So. And he was married to her down there in Nashville, and he had took some old amplifier and made that 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 thing, whatever that was called, right? And do you know where I'm going with this? Keep going. So he said, <laughs> he said that he had been experimenting. He said, I stopped by there, and I can't remember exactly how he said, you know, basically he was down there visiting them or whatever, and they'd been drinking, and he was showing, hey, look at them. I invented this thing, and whatever he called it, right? And, and, Joe Walsh says, what are you going to do with it? And he says, I don't know. T- why don't you take it and try to do something with it? So when he did Rocky Mountain Way, they had, they'd moved out. They had All of his record deals had flunked out or he'd run out of steam or whatever. And they were living in somebody's cabin out in Colorado, just smoking weed and drinking. You know what I mean? mean? And this is after he did the Eagles and everything, right? Because he was, did he do single? Was he a solo artist after? I think, yes. So, so. There was a he was in a purgatory there, and I don't remember if because the, the Eagles broke up. Something happened that these he was just scattered out, right? Mm-hmm. And he wrote that song, and somebody reached out to him and said, "What do you got? Or do you got anything?" And he goes, "This is the only thing." I, and they who had been singing that is more like a joke, like they would sit around and make fun of themselves. You know what I mean? Rocky Mountain Way, what you just staying out? You know what I mean? Just, just. Just no, just, actually, Rocky Mountain Way came out in '73 before, before the Eagles. Before, before the, the Eagles. Eagles. Okay, hey, but you know what he told me he did. You know who he gave that thing to? He who only he used it? it one time. Peter Frampton. And he that's said, right. That's he right. said. Yeah, I know. Frampton. Yeah. He said Frampton made a freaking career out of the thing. He said uh, we made one song and thought it was nuts. And he said I give it to Frampton. He made a career out of it. He. Man, <laughs> Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh wrote "Life in the Fast Lane." How oh, about yeah. that? Yeah. Oh wow! In in the city, huh? boy, he did. He was Rocky Mountain Way. Turned his, life's been good to me. That's a great song. Yeah, I mean, he he. You know what's funny is you listen to him and he's uh, I mean he's he's pretty with it and just just just. Do you know who his girlfriend is now? I wouldn't even know. Stevie Hicks. Ham radio. Oh, Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Stevie That'd Nicks? be a great one if you were that age, wouldn't it? He's 74 years old. Stevie Nicks yeah. is, um, she's got to be close to that. She's 74. Hmm. Wow. How did we get on that? That's not even weird no so idea. far from my computer not working to the queen dying to that. How did <laughs> that make that I mean, circle that quick? I mean, listen, you know, the notes that I had for this episode. Throw did not include Throw Joe Walsh. Yeah. Did not include Joe Walsh and, and Rocky Peter Mountain High. No, not even especially Rocky Mountain Frampton. High. Is Rocky Mountain High, Rocky Mountain Way. Which is it? It's, it's way. Rocky Mountain it? High. Rocky Mountain High. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which could be a play on words. I don't know. Could be. I don't know. I have no idea. So what? So what do you what do you think about the Queen dying? I think it's sad day. I'm, I got tears in my eyes right now because of it. I mean, you spent lots of time over there in Europe. I stuff, did. And... I've got, you know, what's funny is I started to pull some pictures off of, um, yes, I've had the, I've been to Buckingham Palace, the outside, 
I, I don't you know, 25 times, 20, 25 times. I've been through Hyde Park there. I've been, I'm, you know, one of my biggest regrets, and this will mean more to the guys that are over there than me, than, you know what I mean? The people that have been, mm-hmm. I, I got to go to, uh, um, Westminster a couple of times. And if you've been there, hold on, I'm, I'm going to get my map up here because I'm going to tell it wrong and the people from there will be correcting me. Stephen Wade is probably like just waiting for you to make a mistake. I, I doubt it. You know, those guys, if you've been to Cockermouth, you don't know or Coxmouth or whatever the thing that thing is. Um, if you've been there, you don't need to go down to Westminster here. <laughs> Probably not. You're probably not allowed. You're probably not allowed in Westminster. I'm telling you, it's um. Hold on here. Keep talking so we don't go to. So we don't go to. Well, I just the best. Okay, so so like um, Christy's a big fan of the Royals. Her mom is a huge fan of the Royals, and it just strikes me, is is kind of like it really like. It's such an antiquated idea to have a king and you know have a have royalty like that, especially in a you know in a in a pretty progressive uh, country that uh, that really don't they really don't mean anything. Really, I mean it's just it's just kind of tradition. So it's it's just kind of strange to me the whole pomp and circumstance behind it. And, well, there's a few kings and there's a, some real monarchies around. There's not. Is there um, really? I mean, in 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 um, I mean, what countries would there I mean, be? You're kidding, tr- right? Like, what's that? Like, off with their heads, queen, king, and queen. Yeah, like king. Go like, to Saudi Arabia and rag on the king sometimes. Wow, is this to, really yeah. is that really a king? Is he really a king? Well, right is now it's a, it's a print, huh? Yeah, is but is that the same family that's been in king and queen or been in royal? You know, hold on a second. Yeah, so hey, let's look at uh, uh, you're getting me off of my castles, but why don't you research the king of Jordan sometime? Oh boy, my favorite it's... king right there. King Abdullah is a direct descendant. Hold on, how many how many generations here? Session of Throne, my first year. I can't even come. Yeah, there's a few cats that are still. I mean, she she's. I mean, they've only been king and queen for. You know what's her 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 group has only been there for what three or four hundred years. Mm. But you get you huh. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't dove into it like that. Yeah. So I think King Abdullah is. I mean, he can trace his people back. Uh, I don't know, 140 generations or something. I'm trying to look it up, but this freaking Wikipedia is just not to give me. You know. It's the computer, right? Well, no, I'm on my big one. I'm on my. I'm on my kid's gaming computer from six years ago, and it, even though it's six years old. It is an absolute racehorse. And the reason why I don't do Skype on it is because I usually like to jack around with it. King Abdullah II is a direct descendant of the 6th century prophet Muhammad. What? Really? Okay. 
yeah, dude, come on. There's some cats out in this world that's really got some 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 street cred. Some pretty some street pedigree. Cred. They got some yes. pedigree. Wow. Yes. Direct descendant of Muhammad. Wow. Yeah, I think there's two or three cats that are out there that could Muhammad and somebody else. Mm-hmm. They've been the reigning royal family of Jordan since 21. See, that's only since 21. So, I mean, wow. That's because back then they were just Bedouins walking around. I mean, it's like saying that, you know what I mean? They, I mean, it's hard for us to imagine it like that. You know what I mean? So it'd be like you, your family being the king of Bosiris for a thousand years before the, there was a thing called Ohio. Okay, well, boy, I can only, <laughs> I can only, I, the wealth that would come. If you were the king that. of Ohio, well, being the king of Besires, I think they would that would probably preclude me from become, becoming well, but you becoming ruler of Ohio. The whole thing was back in the old days, though. I mean, it's not like people got around. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you right. really couldn't. I guess I, Alexander the Great and some of them could. Today's day, I mean, we certainly can't manage the people we've got now. I mean, I'm gonna hate to go off the rails here, but but you know, back in them days when they had a whole kingdom to uh, uh, kind of how you keep in line, you know, uh, I don't know how they did it. Well, when you, you see, I tell you those, how they did. They killed them. They didn't put well, up with a lot of BS, man. <laughs> you told the freaking line, or they whacked you. I mean, some of those. Um, some and, of those umpires were so big, it's like... I, well, I mean, first of all, you know, people work from daylight to dark to survive. So they didn't get to go out to some college somewhere and party and hang out and do whatever they're going to do and try to figure out what they're going to do for life. You were chopping wood or raising something to eat, hunting something to eat, or you were dying. Making you stuff dying. out of leather. You know, stuff like that. You know? Maybe, yeah. What I started to say, well, I go, I, one of my biggest regrets, I've been to Windsor Castle two or three times, and I didn't realize, and this will mean something to them, the town of Windsor is around the castle, right? So yeah. I took a picture of myself around this big statue. We're going to bars, pubs, clubs, whatever you want to call them. You know, going, there's a lot of shit to do there, right? <laughs> I can imagine. But I've yeah. always been there in the evening. The changing of the guard or something, right? No, that's at Westminster oh, and Buckingham okay. Palace. That's Buckingham okay. Palace. Been there, too. But I did not realize. So if you look up Windsor Castle, you will see this giant, you know, road leading up to it. It's probably a mile and a half, two miles long, right? It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was on the side of the castle. It'd be like saying, you know, where I'm from, there's a prison downtown in Jeff City. There's a prison, and, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees. So I take my picture around the statue. There's, you know, there's a gate over there. We can see some little deer or something. But we are so close to the castle, we can't see it. Does that make sense? <laughs> you can't get you know a perspective. I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you don't realize that. that it's so that, big that you can't it's even. It's so big. All you're seeing is this 40-foot brick wall thing. And cool, wonder what's on the other side of it. One of the biggest freaking castles in the world. Hmm? Yeah. Well, and but it just so so King Abdullah of Jordan is actual actually ruling Jordan, right? I mean, yes. he's yes, where where these, the queen queen's more ceremonial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, which which all the hate it really bothers me. 
you know, I wish I had an app that I can zap people and it would send a shock through their phone and kill them. Because wow. I could sit okay. there all day like a, uh, like a, you know, when you were a kid, they had the bug zap, <laughs> you know, the turn the light on and the bugs are flying. Yeah. Zap. Yeah. Is, yeah, exactly. So I could just sit there and zap people on that phone because, you know, they're bad mouthing her being a, co- a colonialist and all this other stuff. And she, she was completely opposite. She oversaw the decolonization of, of the British Empire. It went from the sun never sets on the British Empire to, to I mean. Barely owning anything. Yes. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that we don't teach two things in this country. Mathematics, and that's you can see that with the budget in history. Because people would really know uh, how bad the world can be in places. I don't even think they, I don't even think they know where to begin in history. Teaching history, to be honest with you. Just, I mean, I, I just don't think <laughs> there's so there's so many uh, ways to look at history, so many perspectives. I don't even think they know where to begin. Like, whose perspective do you do you teach history from? Because it's not black and white. Well, you teach it by ours. Okay. I guess. What do you mean whose perspective? Well, I mean. <laughs> Like the way I look at something affected me, you know, is way different than the way it affected somebody else or how how it happened, you know, or else. I mean, I'm not even going to get off on that tangent. Ryan, Ryan Smith, wherever he's at, he's like, come on, guys. Who's Ryan Smith? That. He's the one that wants wants us wants you to stay off the rails. He's the he's the fan that <laughs> there ain't no. Hey, where I'm going, there ain't no freaking rails. OK, the rails are coming 150 years after me. I'm a goddamn Indian running across the open plains, right? Chasing Tatanka, the four-legged Tatanka. There you go. Uh, you know, there ain't no rails where I'm going. I mean, I, 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 where I'd like to go with some of these people, they're so freaking ignorant, you know? Completely, True. Completely True. ignorant. Um, but the other thing I had on my, um, besides the, the queen, was um, I sat down and, you know, um, Last year was the big uh, 20th, 20th anniversary of 9-11. That's right. And so so it was kind of a, I remember we sat there and watched the whole thing about what Flight 93 and, and stuff. And that's just, you know, really kind of gets to, well, and tonight they were running some stuff and they were talking about the uh, the fire department there in New York City. Mm. And, you know, I, I, a lot of my family was, was and is and, you know, fire firefighters and you kind of sit there and it was um they said there's 60 which is and isn't a lot i guess but there's 60 current uh there's 60 kids of firemen uh who were killed or you know passed away in 9-11 currently working on the uh, so it's only what 10 percent because how many how many firemen were killed on 9-11 uh I think they said 343. Yeah. So 20% then. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, there was, there's a couple different brothers they had on there that are currently working in the, uh, in the fire department. And they were talking about their dad. And, you know, uh, the ones, the one set of brothers, I think eight and nine. And they said they, there was 10 kids in their family. Eight, eight boys, two girls, 
And they said for five years after their father passed away, the station uh, that he worked for cooked them dinner every every Monday night for five years until they till they moved out of the city, till they moved out of the district there. I'm like, that's you know, that's pretty that's pretty cool stuff. But I but they like they said, they said, you know, they did everything they could while we were still living there growing up to make us, you know, new make us know that we had support and extended family, but they said, but it's just not like having having your dad there. You know, and it's like uh, circumstances, you know, how, 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 I mean, those guys, those guys all signed up to put their lives on the line, but it shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been for the circum, you know, the circumstance that they lost their lives. It's just, you know, in retrospect, looking back, it's just such a terrible, terrible tragedy, tragedy that, uh, these guys would give up their lives for something so senseless, you know, it was perpetrated you know, such a senseless act, you know. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm not going to say anything. No, don't say <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't even know what you know what I mean. This topic is like an old truck. It's easy to see where to start. Fix when you're fixing up an old truck. It's easy to see where to start. It's yeah. hard to see where to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the I, senselessness is that it was allowed to happen by weak U.S. policy. That's the senselessness. True. It's becomes more and more apparent to the average person. I think every day. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I think the average person, uh, uh, if you even know what 9-11 was, I think you're above average. I think the average person in this country anymore is is one step below Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? They know what some pop culture and stuff is. You know, you remember how when we were kids, you had some old grandpa that was always by American. He was down on the Japanese, right? 
Oh yeah. Remember the, yeah. You remember them guys? Well, my my grandpa my my grandpa fought in World War Two and yep. and um yep. You know, my American hate the Japanese, right? Remember mm-hmm. them days? Okay. Yeah. So, but who's around there anymore? Who 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 thinks about that? Nobody. That's what Nobody. I'm saying. So 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 that nine eleven was was. I mean, nobody. I mean, when I say nobody cares, they certainly don't care like they did on nine twelve. Right? Remember nine twelve when everybody was mm-hmm. loading magazines and joining up? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was squandered. That that patriotism was squandered. Yeah, and it didn't take very long to either. No, we should just conquered the world and kept it right now, but we didn't. We just tear a bunch of shit up and rebuild it and piss away a bunch of money and hope it gets better next time. Mm-hmm. That 4,300 acres sounds better and better all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, I just think, you know, it's no wonder these people are just, just you know, I got a friend of mine that is a closet listener. In, in closet listener. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> so does he, how many people out there think he immediately pictured this guy like sitting in the corner of the closet underneath with clothes hanging <laughs> over his head? Yeah. He might be sitting on a shoe or bowl, the bowling ball at the bottom of the closet. Like, and and <laughs> the point is, they 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 are probably one of the three smartest people in the world I've ever met, and I've met some smart cats, right? Yeah, and and they opine that the 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 luckiest people in the world are the dumbasses. That 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 can just that don't second guess anything, don't try to see behind the curtain. That if that's what the man says, that's what it is, and and you know, does that make them dumb? That they that they understand. I mean. Does that really? Does that make somebody dumb that they're just satisfied with uh, with what's going on? I don't know. I you know we don't know if they're just dumb or they're just yeah they have something in their brain that they're not they're not like this particular person could probably regurgitate anything on the periodic chart of elements. Okay. Okay. Which is which means absolutely nothing to some people, right? Mm-hmm. And and. And to, to the vast majority of people, right? Most people can't even spell periodic elements, much less refine them or, or define them or anything. I, I mean, so, did I did I ever tell did I ever tell a story about when I was a senior in high school and I uh, what was I in chemistry? I was in physics, and um, I, me and a couple other people. Now these people, I had never understood this, but it was two of the two. Of the smartest kids in the class, they had 4.0s, and uh, we all painted the periodic table on the wall of the of the physics slash chemistry room to get a letter grade of extra credit. Okay, I needed the letter grade of extra. In fact, I needed their letter grades of extra credit that they got. They never they had they graduated with 4.0s. They didn't need that need that letter grade of extra credit. Uh, any more than I needed the uh, so what they extra, do it then extra piece of strawberry pie I had for dessert yesterday. What they need but, it for then? What they do it for then? I you know maybe they just wanted to hang out with me. I don't know. Maybe maybe were, that's why kids like that have straight A's. Probably ready to step up. Probably, but I painted that periodic table and uh, 
I think that uh, B minus I got that grading period for getting that extra letter grade was probably the best grade I ever got in science. In high school. <laughs> Just a little hard work, man. Just a little hard work. Well, I, I couldn't like tell I you anything on the periodic table anymore. This person can. This person can tell you more stuff than I don't even know how to tell you. But my point was... We think sometimes about how much it'd be just to be able to just watch a ball game or whatever. You know what I mean? People mm -hmm. don't even worry about nothing, right? Yeah, I see people like that all the time, and I feel I feel like um, I feel like um, I mean I I mean I got lists and lists and lists of stuff that I need to do, that I need to get done, that I need to. You know, whether it's for the podcast or songwriting or for the other writing or, you know, just just so I can keep on. And it's like I I would like so much sometimes to just be able to sit there and watch a ball game and not worry about, man, I should be doing something else. I got other stuff that needs to be done. Like, I don't get the people that just. Like, I came home one night this week and and. Uh, um. I had to get, I had to meet the guy, get hay up in the hay mow, and then I had to come home and mow the yard. And I mean, I walked in the houses after eight o'clock. I hadn't showered or eaten dinner, and I thought, I know guys that do this every, every night, on the farm. You know, it's just hard, like it's just labor. I just can't. Yeah. And they are satisfied. You can't do. You can't do labor. I can do labor, but there's other stuff that needs to be done that's not labor you know what i'm saying like no because yes i do but i yeah. you know I, I find myself yearning for a labor job i don't because i do i really just long. wanted to i just really wanted to cut the grass over at state park and they won't hire me <laughs> they won't they won't interview me they won't hire me they want nothing me because they figure you'll go in there and try to change things because you're too smart. i don't know yeah i don't know i just <laughs> let me give me a freaking lawnmower that i don't have to work on <laughs> just let me cut grass right just let me cut grass and it's you know you, you, uh, it, 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 the high school's on the way right to the state park so I could drop my kids off to school slide over to park and just empty some trash cans and cut a little grass and listen to my whatever I want in my bluetooth all day and then park the lawnmower and, and stop by football practice on the way home or tennis practice or whatever and I mean how freaking easy is that yeah, it, it that sounds great, but uh, I just I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. I would I would just be thinking about other stuff that I need to get done. I wish I could get into that, you know, into that mode. You know, I mean, but we do the the only time I can really just not think about doing something else is um, is when Christy and I agree on something we want to watch and we and we take that half hour 45 minutes of a of a thing on TV and we, we I kind of like uh, put the phone down and we're we're done and we just watch it and enjoy uh, something together like that but that's about it I can't even but don't get me which reminds me don't get me started on on you watch Cobra Kai I don't even know what that is oh gosh so they re so you know that you, cartoon, you isn't it? No, no, no. You've seen the Karate Kid, right? Obviously, yeah. Karate Kid, yeah. the original. So the, 
The original one. So they started this mm-hmm. series. This is its fifth season. And it's, uh, I think it started originally on YouTube. And it was, um, it's called Cobra Kai. And mm-hmm. it's center, it started out being centered around Johnny Lawrence. You know, Johnny Lawrence was the original nemesis of Ralph Macchio in the original Karate Kid. And it's about them today where, you know, Johnny, Johnny Lawrence is kind of a loser and Ralph Macchio has made it big as a, as a car salesman or whatever. And, um, it was, it's now that we're on season five, you know, it's kind of like, Oh gosh, it's almost run its course, so to speak. But I'll tell you what, I can't hardly watch Ralph Macchio as a, <laughs> as an actor or as a person, nothing against, I'm sure he's a great, but, but, he just, it just, he just grates me, man. Just grates me. Because you He's, remember him as a karate kid and you thought at that time, dude, I'm going D1 football. I could kick your ass. Well, okay. Let's, okay. So, so full disclosure, back in the day, you know, Christy has admitted she had a super crush on Ralph Macchio, which I had to point out. I said, you do realize when the, when the original karate kid. He's only to- like five, 650 pounds or something, isn't he? True. Um, okay, go ahead. True. But, and I don't remember when the original Karate Kid came out. Um, I'll have to look it up. But she is younger than me. Okay. By a little, by a little bit. Okay. So the original Karate Kid came out in 1984. All right. So Ralph Macchio in 1984. Ralph Macchio is 60 years old right now. Okay. okay. So, so in 1984, he was 31. He was born okay. in 61, right? Nine. No, he would have been 20, 20 23. 23. Mathematics. So, Go ahead. So, yeah, so, look, this is how much, that's how bad Ralph Macchio gets me worked up. But, you know, he's playing like a 14, 15-year-old kid, and he's, he's like 23, 24. And, and uh, I'm just like, he just, you know, so maybe that, you know, maybe that just rubs me the wrong way, that she had this crush on this older guy who was way older. And because uh, she'd have been like 10. No, she'd been nine. <laughs> and the crush on this 23-year-old, 20, 24-year-old. But she thought he was like 14 or 15. And... um so, uh, and he just, he looks like, he looks so unathletic. He's such a cheese ball. His act, I, I, I'm just going to come across as a really bitter and sour man speaking about Ralph Macchio. Keep going. I like it. You're but taking just, me down somewhere. You're making me feel good about myself <laughs> because I did something one time that I made in my professional, in the professional space I used to occupy. <laughs> that, that makes me feel I don't think about it that often but when I do I always wonder why I did what I did and you're helping me understand myself so <laughs> keep talking well Ralph Macchio has something that a man is not supposed to have and it's like a lap it's a lap you know what I'm saying by a lap like yes like like um oh god like a like a like a big German Irish woman sitting there with a big apron 
sitting down sewing. So he's got a lap like that, like a big lap. Like he's got real scrawny arms and legs, but he's just got this L A P like lap, lap, like a big lap, like a, like a dog could crawl up on a. How lap. would you see that? Because he's it's scared. on Cobra Kai. Yeah, because he's just walk like just because him standing there. He's, he's so odd shaped. There's no way he's a karate champion. I can't buy it. I won't buy it. I can't. You know. Well, but I, I don't know about that. I just know that you know karate is that that's not Japanese, is it? Yes, yeah, Japanese. There's a Taiwanese. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is it? yeah. It's Japanese, I believe. Yeah. But I will say the best thing about this is is Johnny Lawrence's character, the guy who is the bad guy. He is totally. You totally feel sympathetic and kind of root for the guy um, after all these years. You know, so. I don't even know. I, there's a lot to unpack there, man. There's a lot. To... <laughs> Were you, you a know? big fan of the Karate Kid? Or did you not? Did you buy Danny Russo, Ralph Macho? Did I buy who? Did you buy Ralph Macchio as Danny Russo as a karate champion? That little, I mean, come on. I, you know, I don't even, I don't even remember how old I was when I, when I, when I seen that for the first time. Right? I don't even. I just remember. Yes, I mean, what was? Would you say eighty four? So yeah. I was like in eighth grade. Okay, yeah. and I went in nineteen eighty four. My heroes were um of course Brian Bosworth. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Um uh I'm trying to think who else. Bo and Luke Duke. Ooh, okay. Like you, you know you know what I mean? Maybe Waylon Jennings because he was playing some on there. Burt Reynolds and um you know, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, any, 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 any hair guy that could play the guitar. Quiet Riot, Rat. Leaf you know, Garrett? Would you know, Garrett I don't know. Fan. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, uh, Cassidy, the Cassidy kid, Sean Cassidy. And- I'm thinking more along the lines of uh, not David Bowie, but who was. Um, anyway. Anybody out there remember Leaf Garrett? Do they really? I don't even. Leaf Garrett was the dude that found 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 America. That Leaf Garrett. That was Leaf Erickson. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, all the all the Mango Saxon names sound the same to me. <laughs> so, did Leaf Garrett sing "You Make Me Feel Like Dancing" or something like that? Did he? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. It would, or did he make, did he feel like Nancy when he discovered America? <laughs> Is that one of the same? <laughs> well, I was thinking more like um uh I don't even know, man. I don't even know. But the question is, did you so you didn't buy Ralph Macchio as a Not at all, because I you know I mean, how would you even how would you even I don't Leaf know. Gear. So, Leaf so, Gear just oh my gosh. You look at him now. How did he how did he end up on Tiger Beat magazine all the time? He's nine years older than me. I don't even know who he is. I couldn't even uh, pick him out of a crowd of two. Yeah, you would, because you'd be like, you gotta be a a failed child star that 
has not done anything since they turned 17. I've been thinking of Billy Idol. Maybe Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody like that. So, so, no. I, I was made for dancing, 1978, number two. See, you're before me. You're too far. It's just too old. I was made for dancing. Oh, 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 come on. I mean, 1984, the Van Halen album, 1984 came out. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I think in my dead brother's box over here, I got his original 1984 cassette. You know, if you had his vinyl album, I, I, I'd step up and purchase. Nope, he that. had cassettes. He had cassettes. I would, I would give it to you. I wouldn't make you buy it. I would give it to you. Um, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty sweet. But I, you know what? I've got one vinyl album in my office here. What's and that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So I don't watch this. I'm gonna walk over here and pick it up, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm going to read to you, okay? And it's sitting here because I was going to give it to a friend of mine. I never did. Hold on. This is compelling. This is the compellingness of podcasting right here. Listening to. (laughs) This is where I go into full leaf Garrett mode. Okay, I'm going to see see if you can get this, huh? I was just telling the audience this is where I should go into full leaf Garrett mode and sing the whole. I was made for dance. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. This is a 19. Let me see. Is it even the 1977 okay. MCA Records? Ooh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I can't give you the music vibe because the second guy will give it away. Well, I'm going to give you the song? first. Or I'm going to give you want which song? There, there's, there's nine songs on this album. You pick a number one through nine, and I'll tell you what the song is. Uh, give me number three. Let me see. Number three is that won't do. That'll give the whole thing away. Okay, then give go number four. Foxy Lady, Bill Justin. Two minutes and fifty one seconds. Foxy Lady. Foxy F O X Y Lady. Foxy Lady. What? You know what number six is? You know what number six is? What's number six? Orange Blossom Special. By Irvin T. Rouse. Two minutes and 40 seconds. The Orange Blossoms. So this is Number eight is March of the Rednecks by Bill Justice. (laughs) So Bill Justice is the songwriter. Yes, must be. Mm -hmm. Wow. So imagine. Number nine is If You Leave Me Tonight, I'll Cry. By Gerald Sanford and Hal Mooney. Ooh. You ever heard of those two guys? I believe I've heard of Hal Mooney. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to look gonna up go, Bill Justice to see wh- what else he oh, wrote. Oh, so you're punking me out right here. No, no, no. I'm going to see what else he wrote. This is music from the original motion picture soundtrack of... Give it to so me. 1970. Uh, is it... Um, um, it's the number two. It's number two. What's Star the Wars was number one. What was number two? Oh gosh. Well, that just that's. Hmm. What was the Willie Nelson movie? Um, Redheaded Stranger. No, no, no. The movie he was in. 
Um, I don't know. Remember, he was in wasn't Redhead Stranger with uh, Gary Busey. <laughs> that was. I watched Gary Busey. I could have been in Hollywood. If I couldn't have been Nick Nolte, I could have damn sure been in Gary Busey. Oh, gosh. Um, I wasted my life. Do you want to know some of the other? Um... Let's wow. finish this. Our viewers okay. are listening. It's the soundtrack to Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I seen that, and I picked it up for a friend of mine that I went to high school with, and I just haven't. I put it in a box because I've moved so many times, and I haven't been a, had a chance to give it to him. And when I was in this, you've never seen and One of these days, maybe I'll throw a picture of my office here. Maybe I sh- I'll text you on the night. Or to remind me tomorrow, text you a picture of my office, and you could post it on wherever you post, so the fans could see what what where the magic's made. Okay, and they will realize why I can't find stuff when I need it. Well, I just i I looked up Bill Justice's uh, discography, like some of his. These Mm -hmm. are considered the highlight songs of his. Okay, so I'm going to give you these titles. Okay, and as a songwriter couple of these do kind of stand out but number one is raunchy um thinking about elvis too someday in paradise she makes time stand still the road to san miguel papa ain't got nothing old solard s-o-u-l-a-r-d i that's that's a terrible hook how would you what do you rhyme solard with i don't Um, know by the album no clue blues the Coast of Georgia, Whiskey Talking, the Arkansas River, New Moon. But this is my favorite. Hobos, Heroes, and Street Corner Clowns. That's us. Which one are we? I, I don't know. We could be all three. I that like was that. A, I know. I got to look that up. I, I, I really do. And I got to look up old Solard because I, I got to hear what how he rhymed that <laughs> or if he did yeah or maybe he, did. he didn't you know maybe it just rhymed itself when you say something like that <laughs> well on the on, on on the final note here before we uh jump off we uh need a, our social media girl and i have been uh, trying to set up the new merchandise thing for everybody and you would not believe the different pieces of merch that we could have our logo and, and stuff put on like what underwear oh underwear two-piece bikini um you can get them on uh leggings uh tennis shoes we can get tennis shoes with the from the shadows podcast like design on the side um it's just there's all kinds of stuff it's unbelievable so, but we're looking, so we're, we're going to throw this out there. We're looking for a good Ozark Howler design that we can put on a shirt. Well, it's it's hard to put spray chrome and primer on clothing. <laughs> you know? But we do. We have some really good artists we've been talking to about for some stuff. And um, let's do some, like, uh, like, some specialty T-shirts that are only available for a short time. So we're we're looking for somebody to come up with a good design for those. Our collar. 
So we can do a do a special Ozark Howler t-shirt. One that meets your meets your approval. The only thing, you know, it, it, I am hard to please. I'm going to be honest with you on t-shirts. I know. Well, but but just because remember this Ozark Howler design. We can get on a beach towel. You can get that's on okay. A, it, I, it, gamer long, gamer pet mouse pad. If it's if it's you know how big my mouse pad is. I don't know. There's some big ones, like 18 by 36. I'm like, what is I, that? I'm so mine's, out of touch. mine's yes, mine is at least that big. Mine's probably the 20 by 48 model. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's just me. Uh, what I was gonna say about t-shirts: if it ain't got a pocket, I don't wear it. Really? Yes, because I need to put my glasses or some money or something in. Mainly, it's my glasses and stuff. All right. Well, we'll have so to just we'll remember to that take... the the official the official Ozark Haller T-shirt will have a pocket on it. So if you don't have a pocket, you got an imposter. <laughs> okay, so it's gonna have to have a pocket. Okay, yep, it's gonna have a pocket. Put, put your squares in. I mean, you're old enough to know what that is. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, there you go. We threw it out there. If you if you. You want to throw your hat in the ring for Ozark Howler design? That's right. Then, uh, you know, send it in. We'll be eagerly awaiting. That's right. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. God only knows what's hiding in our shadows As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.